0: Really, Riley. Really, Riley. Really, Riley. Really, Riley. Really,
1: Riley. Really, Riley. Are you ready? This is the Really Riley podcast. Woo!
0: Hello, beloveds. Happy Monday. Welcome back to Really Riley. Hope you guys had a really great weekend. The sun fucking finally came out, and I swear to God, I'm like an alien coming out of a cocoon. I never realized how much I hate winter until like this year because I grew up in Florida for like most of my life and then I was in like hotter states like Memphis I did have one year stint in Michigan don't know what the hell I was thinking and this winter wasn't even like that crazy because we didn't get any snow let me not speak that shit into existence because this is Maryland where I'm at right now and it's you know not uncommon to have a snowstorm in March or something like that even though we're almost in April my husband's over there we're going to talk about some stuff Um, But he's laughing at me. But um, it was a really, really busy weekend for us. (sighs) Like my son just recently started like the whole, like everything is about our kids and like their schedules. Like my son that's seven, he's got swim and soccer, like every fucking night of the week. I know that's parenting. And I'm glad for it though, because it just keeps structure and all that. But like we were doing all that. And then leading into the weekend, it was just like a lot. And now I feel like, there's not a lot of separation in my work and my semi-personal life, I could, I, if, if I even have one. Not complaining because I love what I'm doing now because it's all for me. I get to, like, fail myself and win myself, so it's great. But it just becomes a lot when you just have that monotony of not doing anything but that, and that's called adulting, I guess. Um, but I love it. It's just, this is what brought me to the topic of today, of... Married dating, if you will, which sounds like such an Oscar awesome moron because I fucking hated dating. I was awful at it. I dated the losers, I dated the abusers, I dated the meh you'll do. don't shame me we've all been there. um it was awful. like my my whole dating experience was just stupid. you know like I the very first person I ever dated I was 14. And then I stayed with him for like two years. And then we broke up. Then I dated somebody for like three months. Then I dated somebody for four and a half years. Like I thought that was the person I was going to marry. Like if you guys were around when I first got on the Kane show in 2017, um, I actually rekindled the relationship with him. Like I don't know if you want to call it that. Like we tried to. 13 years later. Didn't work out. Great guy. He's happy. Has a family. Obviously I'm happy. Has a family. My dating life was just dumb. So now to have a title on my podcast that says married dating or like the art of married dating is like, what is that? But it is actually pretty important. So hi, baby. Hi, Marshall.
1: Hello. Hello.
0: So we had a great weekend because we went on a date night and it's like a national holiday when we get to go on date nights. Um, when was the last time we went on a date night?
1: Well, it was the late Valentine's Day.
0: Which was... But
1: that was one that, like, there was, like, nothing for...
0: A year. Well, no. Because before Valentine's Day, the delayed one, we hadn't gone on a real-life date night that had nothing to do with, like, work stuff since our anniversary.
1: Yes. And yeah, we cause... went
0: to... We had a little, like, weekend getaway at the Intercontinental in the Wharf. If you've never been, you must go. Shout out to you, Cofield. Um,
1: yeah, because it was probably then, because it was a bunch of work stuff, and then... Yeah,
0: yeah, because we spent all of our date nights and our money supporting other people. like, blah. But uh, yeah, it's been a long time. And the thing of it is, Marshall and I are not like a fuddy-duddy couple that we've been married for forever, and it's just okay to do that. We've been married for, it'll be two years in September. So what are we, a year and eight months in? Not quite. Six months?
1: Yeah, a like year and a half-ish.
0: Ish. And we've only been together as of January... January, right? I'm so bad with this.
1: Yeah, a little over four. Why
0: are you side me? I don't ever remember the date. It was the 7th that we met or the 6th? See, you don't remember sixth. either. I don't feel so bad. No, it was the
1: 6th. Was it?
0: Oh, but then our our anniversary, our, um engagement anniversary was the 7th. Yeah. Okay, see, I remember that kind of. But anyway, we've only been together four years. I was looking at one of my friend's um, Instagrams today. Her and her fiance just got engaged after nine years of dating. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, that's like the one year. Like you got one more year before it's time to cut bait. <laughs> don't come for me. It's true. Um, but we haven't been together that long for it to be so, don't hate me for this, babe, but like stale. Would you agree?
1: I wouldn't say stale. It's just...
0: What adjective would you use then?
1: Well, it. it's not like... It's not like, you know, most people where if they're married, like mid 20s or something like that, like then I would say, yeah. But I think from where we were in both parts of our life, we met and, and then having the family and the boys and everything like that. OK, you know, well, you're kind of thrown into a different life phase than most people. So like,
0: for, for those of you that don't know, I know a lot of you do love you for following our story. Like you're like, we got this fam. We got this army. Like I met Marshall at 30, was it 36 or 37? seven? Thirty. Six, thirty-six.
1: 36 no just had turned i just turned
0: 37 which to me felt freaking ancient because we met on instagram we talked for a month maybe before we met mm-hmm. and i didn't ask how old he was right away because <laughs> right before him i was like i'm not dating unless he's five years older than me because i had a son that would just turn three and dating as a single mom fucking sucks as well And I just wasn't into it. So when I asked you how old you were and you said you're, wait, you were 30.
1: 30, 31.
0: Oh my God. It still hits me like a bullet to hear that right now. Because I remember when you said that, you texted, I was like, fuck, no, no, because he's so cute. And maybe, no, because I was like, I had dated a couple youngins before you. Truth be told, I dated somebody (laughs) when I was 33, I dated somebody that was 21. Like talk about a life jump. There and I felt hard for that little idiot. Anyway, sorry, babe. It was a lifetime ago, but I was afraid that you were just going to be the, one of those, you know, because even though I'm only six and a half years older than you, that can be like, especially man versus woman, sometimes that can be a completely different, like, universe. Like, for all I know, you could have been a Tinder whore. You could have been still all up in that. For all I knew, you could have been a radio whore, you know, because I dated a couple of those too. I wasn't sure, but you were. There was something about you. The universe was speaking to me, and I was like, "All right, you know." And then I think when I told you how old I was, you said that you were shocked.
1: Yeah, I I didn't. I was thinking
0: <clears throat> you thought I was older, but not six years old. Either. No,
1: I thought you were. I thought you were like around my age. I thought maybe really? like, like
0: 32, 33. Hey, well, thank you. Good skin and Botox. Well, I, I, yeah, as <laughs> matter of fact, he just saw my skin without. I get disport actually without the skin enhancers, if you will, for the first time in our relationship. And I appreciate you, though, that you, like, didn't try to placate me when I was like, you see, the arch in my eyebrows coming back. Don't roll your eyes at me, okay? It makes me feel better. What? Anyway, a whole other podcast. But I was, we were in different life spaces when we met. Single mom, like, I was broke as hell because I was going through a lot of, you know, changes. I'd just come to D.C. I didn't realize how damn expensive it was here and the taxes and all that. He was... Very much the single dude, but not in the way like the Tinder whore that I said. You had your own home that you'd had for two years, right? You you bought it at 28? Uh,
1: No, yeah, I bought it. um, Three years? End of 2015.
0: I don't know what that means (laughs) because I don't do math, but you were uh, below 30 when you bought your house. Yeah, yeah. And then you had a boat at that time, you had your own truck, you didn't have a bunch of debt. So, like, you were very much mature for what I would have thought as a 31 year old. Because is it fair to say that 31-year-olds as today ain't the same as 31-year-olds back in the day? And I sound ancient saying that, but it's true.
1: I definitely wasn't living in anyone's basement.
0: (laughs) I dated a couple of those too. Um, look, no shade though, because the economy's shitty. So if that's you right now, no big thing. But I'm just saying, like, in terms of me being a single mom, like ancient again, that Jerry Maguire movie, like you can't you know, you can't shoplift the pootie from a single mom. When you walk into that situation, you walk in knowing that it's going to be a little bit heavier than it would be just randomly dating somebody. Cause I was not about that life where I was just hitting it and quitting it with a kid. Like that's just not me. I've never been like that. I joke that I wish I would have been, but I what? I mean, no, I'm kidding, but you know, anyway, I digress. Um, but we were in a different set of life when we first started dating and we were idiots. Not so much now because it worked out. But when I think about how fast we moved Oh, my God, because I resisted you mm-hmm. for, like, a couple weeks when you were asking me out. It was three times that you asked me out, right? Mm-hmm. And you didn't, like, give up, which intrigued me because we would talk on the phone till, like, I had to get up at four three 4.30 4, 30 in the morning. We would talk to like, 11 o'clock at night.
1: Well, you just, like, you just push it off, push it off, push it off, and...
0: And and me and my ADHD, like, if I don't want to do something, I'm not going to do it. Like, and I wasn't not wanting to meet you. I was just so jaded that I was like, I don't want to do this again. And you know me, like, if I don't want to do something, I'm like a toddler. I just, no. And I remember the taxes that we just got done Mm -hmm. with. I love you, babe. Honestly, you're the husband of the year for that. Because, oh my God, it makes me want to jump off a bridge. But. Finally, I like gave in and I don't like to say that because it's just obviously I was into you and intrigued enough to go because man, babe, if you could have been in my head when you like sent me that like message on it or no, the comment on Instagram that I stalked your page and I was like, ooh, ooh, who is this one? And I got up in your DMs. It was just like, I knew that I wanted to meet you, but I was balking at the idea because I couldn't go through another space where it's like. If this motherfucker, like, is just another one of these idiots, I'm, I, I might, like, just, like, spray paint his car or something. It's a good thing I didn't. And it didn't go that way because you're a cop. But we met, dated, and I think I was yours from the minute that I met you. I'm cute. You are. And you said, we talked about this on the over the weekend, that you knew that I was the one the minute that I walked out the door. Yeah. I don't, I still don't. No. I mean, even though your roommate at the time said that you went home from our first date and he, like, confirmed it, that you did say that, I, how? Like, how does one know that in the first five seconds? Obviously, I mean, it was true.
1: Well, but like, it, <clears throat> for me, it was, like, it was the totality of the whole day.
0: Describe, because I think this is so cute, what you felt when I walked out the door. Now, side note, I'll give you my p- version of it. The nanny was late, mm-hmm. and I walked out first, and I was, like, pissed, because I didn't want you to see me. Like, I wanted to be that, like, oh, moment. and it's so stupid. But... Go, go ahead. What did you feel like when I walked out?
1: Well, because like I, I remember I parked and I had um, the nanny. Like, I saw her go in, and I was like, all right, I think this is it. And then, like, you walked out, like, beautiful. I remember, like, you had, like, Nike-type leggings on, red hair at the time, and you had, like, two Red Bulls in it. your hand, and you just popped in the truck.
0: I was thinking, Mom, I was tired.
1: And just, like, the whole... The whole ride because we went to Sugarloaf um, to hike and it was like it's Maryland, so it was one of those days. It was like like today. It was mid mid sixties.
0: It was just pretty, and yeah. there was like still snow caps on the mountain. Yeah, we so, went to that for those of you that don't know what Sugarloaf is. That's like a hiking mountain. It's really pretty. Um, where we later got engaged. Yeah, if um, you're
1: <laughs> if you're out west, it's it's a hill. Okay, to. true. But um, yeah. So the ride over there, it wasn't like. It wasn't, like, awkward. It's, like, everything, like, conversation, like, everything like that just flowed. And then when we got there, it was, like, active, like, you know, it was just... I wasn't slugging up the hill. No, but, like, <laughs> it just, it, it like, I don't know, like, how to describe that feeling. It felt right. Like, it just, it. there was no, like, moments in it where you're kind of, like, you know, like,
0: like, oh, oh, this is weird. I don't like, like, like him. Sec- second guessing. Is it over like yet? That?
1: Yeah. Um, so.
0: Because I-, I remember, this is the thing that I think got you, that you never say this. You leave this part out, that when we first rolled, and this is before the pandemic, so don't come for me. We rolled up, and I had to pee. And mind you, like, I was the girl that, like, was very, what's that, that Chris Rock said, that, like, you meet the representative for the sick first six months And then like you meet them when you're dating. I was so jaded with everything. I was like, I'm going to try something new. I'm like, fuck this. I'm going to be exactly who I am. I mean, I still had makeup on whatever, but I was like, can you hold my purse? I have to pee. Pulled out my little sanitizer, went into that fucking porta potty. I had zero fucks to give. I was just like, I have to pee. I'm not going to be uncomfortable this whole date. I was the girl that would be uncomfortable in six inch stilettos for a cute guy and just be the perfect dream. And look look how well that shit worked out. But I remember going up the mountain and I was like, it is, I mean, if you're not like a hiker and that's not like your main form of cardio, which I hate, it was a little huffy for me. And I was like, I will not fucking sweat. I will, I will not, because we were both into fitness. That's how we met. So I was like, I will not be the, like, and I'm still like this. Like I will, anything you can do, I can do better. I'll never forget getting to the top of the mountain. And I had, I used to wear like those cute buns back then, like the messy bun that was like my signature for a while. Get to the goddamn top of the mountain and the wind just poof, just fucks up my whole bun. And I was just like, you're joking, right? Like, I'm going to look like a fraggle right now. And I remember, because what you know of me now, this would have been a catastrophe. Maybe not. But, you know, like when I'm wanting to be a certain way and something gets screwed up, like mm-hmm. it's just, it doesn't go well. And I was like, screw it. Like I took the ponytail out, put it in just like a little floppy thing. And I was like, keeping it moving. Did you notice any of this? No. Like, because in my head, I'm like, oh, my God, I look like a gremlin. And that's kind of how I knew I liked you. Because I still just went with it and I wanted the date to go well. But I remember wanting to, like, look pretty. And I remember being at the top of the mountain. It was so beautiful. If you guys have ever seen, like, my engagement photos, it's beyond picturesque. And I'm sitting there thinking, are you going to kiss me? I mean, we were only, like, two hours into the date. But I was like, this could happen. This maybe could happen. Maybe. And it didn't. And then this is what's funny. I forget what you said to me or why we were taking pictures. But you took a picture of me sitting on a rock and I'm flicking you off. Mm -hmm. Which is 100% indicative of who we are as people and a couple now. I was like, oh, fuck you. You know, like the first thing he ever asked me whenever he asked me out, it was like, you know, do you want to come? What was your wording? It was something like, do you want to come do a workout with me? Or do you want me to put you through a workout? And I was like, oh, you're going to school me? So he knew what he was getting into from jump. Anyway, you're right. Like, the date flowed. It was the most perfect, Not no lie, the most perfect date I've ever been on. Because when we went down to the end of the mountain, it was too quick, right? Like, we had more time before I had to take the nanny or go home to the nanny.
1: Yeah. It was like, I think at that point, there was like four or five hours left. And I didn't think, like, the drive there and the hike, like, all that would, like, be so quick. (laughs) So, like at this point, I'm like four months out from a show, so I'm His like first bodybuilding so show. I'm in I'm in prep right now, and prep
0: means he can't eat anything. Yeah. I mean, he eats. Don't stop. He just was on a very strict regimen of food. I think you had your prep with you.
1: Um, no, I, yeah,
0: you had that cooler with you.
1: Yeah, I, I had it because like I want I w- like I would snack. Yeah, I would I would have everything timed out. So like when I could eat, I would eat. You know those things. Yeah. So, I'm, like, thinking we're coming down and, you know, knowing that area, it's like you kind of come out, you're kind of, like, suburbs, country type thing, and then you kind of get more into, like, civilization. So, I was, like, thinking <laughs> of like, restaurants and stuff like that. Jesus. Um, that we'd pass and everything like that. So, it was, Cafe, it was- Cafe Rio. Cafe Rio, yeah. That's where we went. And, like, I love their pork tacos there. So, um, and then... That's when you were like, you haven't had my mom's pork yet. So
0: You said that was significant for you later.
1: Yeah, it it was because I mean like, you know. No, that's
0: not what I said. I said you would, I didn't say you haven't had them yet. You said I love their pork and I said, oh, then you're going to, I didn't say, oh my God, I can't believe I said this. I didn't say like you would love it. I said, then you're going to love my mom's pork. You don't get Mama Alice's pork except for like Christmas. And oh my God, I didn't realize I said that. No wonder it shook you a little bit so that was
1: to me like
0: oh she likes me
1: yeah it was kind of like okay um I, I, I see mean, you boo to bring out to bring in like family and stuff like that like on the first
0: god damn we were nuts
1: first date and you know so we got there and it's kind of used to at this point just <laughs> watching watching like not eating or whatever and just being there but i mean even in line eating um like, the conversation there, everything just, like, kept flowing. Like
0: You said it like, meant something to you later, though, that, like, I just ate and I wasn't, like, awkward about it. I was yeah. like, I don't fucking care. Whatever. Because, like, I, again, single mom, I didn't get out of the house. So, if I was going to do this, here I am. Everything about me. Hi. Bitchy and all. I mean, then, like, as we're leaving, we were just talking about stuff and... I was just saying everything. I don't know what the, like I was like, (laughs) like mouth on it, talking about photos and how, oh my God, that would be such a great photo there because I'm a psycho about pictures as you've seen my Instagram. And I was like, that would make a good photo shoot. That would be really pretty. Da, 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 da. And what's so crazy is that later when we got engaged there, you had your best friend, Will, taking photos. And all, oh, I just got goosebumps. All of the photos that I was talking about, like we took that day. Mm -hmm. We have a, I have a whole point as to why we're going over to how special our, like, dating period was. Then we still had time after we ate, and I was talking about how much I love antiquing and, like, all that. And you're like, well, do you want to go? There's this really cool, like, little strip. And I'm like, who dropped this unicorn alien species in front of me that this dude is adorably cute, smells good, sweet, Brought me donuts on the first date. Wore the hoodie that I said I liked in his Instagram. So he pays attention to detail. Went so far as to say he had to figure out who and what he was going to play when he pulled up. Because everybody likes Drake. Everybody likes Drake, right? That's what he said later. And now he's going to take me in T-King. Huh? Somebody, like what the hell? Am I on drugs? <laughs> like, this isn't happening. So
1: the house I has to own before, like that whole strip in Newmarket, um... It's like all like old buildings and businesses now. That it's historical, no? Yeah, it's historical. So it's like all antique shops or like now like little boutiques and Small stuff. Small businesses yeah, and antiche. like. So, I mean, like I'd never been in any of them, I don't think. Like it hmm. was just kind of like just a half mile from the house. to just drive through that like every day. And it was like, you'd always see the antique signs. So I was like, well.
0: <laughs> it's funny because I didn't think about this until just now. Because I love crystals, right? And there's a little crystal shop down there called Peridot. And we went in there and I bought crystals that day. Now, mind you, y'all you, you know me and my crystals. And we gave away rose quartz for our wedding, you know, favors. But I didn't think about that. Like, I need to go look at the crystals that we got that day and what they meant. Anyway, we were still like walking around. And I think it was like kind of chilly at this point. I think I was getting colder. And I don't like being cold at all. But it didn't affect my mood, which says a lot. Um. But we went into this other store and this random lady walks up to us. She's like she, would, People in Newmarket are just super friendly. Like if you were from New York, you would think that she was on crack because she was just talking to us. And she said randomly, she's like, I don't remember why she said this. She was like, oh, you know, Sugarloaf is a really great place for a first date. And I was like, weird, like weird. We just went there. Now, mind you, the place vintage where we had our reception was on is on that strip. We didn't go there, but first date went great. Like we go home and by the end of the first date, I was like, this motherfucker better kiss me. Like we, we need like, okay, you know what? I'm, I'm starting, I'm starting to get the feels like kiss me. Damn it. So we're sitting outside my house and I'm just like, I'm waiting, waiting. And now like you got me out on the date after, you know, pestering me. Sorry, <laughs> pestering me for whatever. And I was like, fuck it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna kiss him. And I think he like, This sounds terrible, babe, but our first kiss sucked. Like, our first kiss sucked. Like, the fireworks were there because I wanted them to be, but the first kiss sucked. As compared to the way we kiss now, Mm -hmm. it sucked. It was just... And I walked in the house. I remember texting him, like, five seconds later, and I was just like, was that wrong? And you're like, no. Very right. And we had plans to meet, or I roped you back into coming over the very next day. And I think he just kind of never left.
1: Well, because, like, at that time, like, the commute...
0: It was like forty minutes. Yeah, so we both had to get up at the crack on.
1: So like, if I, because I would like leave, I'd get home at like eleven after, like eleven, eleven thirty, and I'm still on prep. So like, I have to like work out. Mm-hmm. Like, I was doing like two, two to three hours of training a day between like cardio and that, and then I'd be up at like six something for work. So and most like, of the
0: time when you would come over, I'd be so tired, and I was just so comfortable with you that I would just lay on your lap and start drooling. Like I would just fall asleep. But that you loved that. It was like very comfortable. But I'm not trying to like make you guys like puke with what I'm telling you of our first date. It's just those first dates were so um, intentional. They were special and easy and just, don't puke on me, but like magical. You know, like when you find that person with that bullshit that they say about you just know, it's very true. But here's one thing that I wish... Not that I wish we could do over. I just wish we could have extended that period a little bit, because as I've said before, we moved lightning fucking fast. Like a month in, we decided we were gonna be together, boyfriend girlfriend, and you were like, "I want to meet your son," and I was kind of like, nee, "Why?" And you just like, "Well, there's no you without him." You were legit. You were in. That's one thing about you, Marshall. Is like once you decide that, that was it. Like I think that. I think you, like, I say this, I was yours the day I met you, whether I liked it or not, I think. But, so you met Lyric like a month and a half in, I think, maybe yeah, two months in. it was about that. And I was like, oh, no. But I was like, okay, if I'm going to do this with him, yes, he needs to meet Lyric. And so, our, like, first couple of months dating was dating with my kid. And nobody had met Lyric before that. So, oh, God. But I'm getting ahead of myself. The second date that we had, we went to Machine Gun Nest where we went this weekend for our date night and I was the girly girl again because I liked you because you had kissed me and something sparked and I was an idiot and wore false eyelashes like the glue on not the kinds that I have now to a gun range where you have to wear goggles and it was uncomfortable as hell and I was like nervous and fidgety and like my hair had to be perfect all of a sudden. Because I liked you, I was like, "Oh my god, what what is happening?" And we went to the gun range, and I wouldn't let you teach me shit. I don't know anything about shooting, but I'm that girl. Anything you can do, I can do better. But it was a super cute date, and you told me this weekend that you'd never taken another girl there. I don't believe you.
1: No, I've, ne- I've never gone. I've never gone on a date, any.
0: I don't know, but why? Like, why me though? Then because I didn't drink. You were trying to find things that weren't that. With that
1: it was like, it's it's cold, mm-hmm. you know? so it's like it limits stuff I'd want to do outside. Like it just. Oh, it, thanks for your honesty. <laughs> no, I mean it, it. just it helped with like sugar loaf that day. Like I could see the weather. Got lucky. Ahead, you know. So we could just kind of look down on weather. It was there, cuffing
0: but, season, friends.
1: <laughs> but I I wanted to do something like fun, different, and you know.
0: So at this point, you were still being pretty intentional about the dates. Yeah. Even, did you think you had me after that first date? Did you like, I don't know what I'm talking about though. There was really no chase. Yeah,
1: but you're, you're still spicy enough like you never know until you know.
0: That's still true today though. Mm-hmm. Forever and ever. I mean, hi, I'm Raquel. Nice to meet you. Riley to y'all. Raquel to him. Um, But so then we got serious. Shit got real serious real quick. Um, We got engaged. When did you start buying the ring? Or in designing the ring,
1: uh, it's probably May,
0: January, February, March, April, May. Oof, like five months in.
1: Yeah, it was May because I had started, and then we were in we were in Florida, where my or, family lives. Memorial Day.
0: Oh, so you like to ask? Yeah. So that to, was to ask my family. Wow,
1: and that was that was probably the most nervous I've been.
0: Really, even before the engagement. Like even over the engagement?
1: Yeah, because it's like I'd had i only ever, you know. Talk to them on the phone? Talk to them on the phone. Yeah, <laughs> first so, time here, Hi, can yeah, I marry so your daughter? Was, well, because it, it added more pressure too because it's not like they're like here in Maryland where it's like you see them all the time and like, you know, you can. So
0: Maybe like, y- there was no chance of them being upset with all the boo-boo assholes that I had dated before you and everything that like you'd done, like the way that I spoke about you. Like it was just, it was meant to be. Let's just face it. Because well,
1: it was like you were, I think you were sleeping or resting on the couch mm-hmm. and Lyric was somewhere else.
0: Rick was in there like playing. So it was you just, had a window of like five minutes yeah, to do this. So it
1: was this. Just very, like,
0: they were elated. So then, right after that, we got pregnant. And then, you know, we've, I've talked about this before on the podcast, and I don't really want this one to be melancholy, but then we lost that baby. And that's when shit went to hell. Then you got diagnosed with AVN. Then we had to go to surgery. Then we had a bunch of family drama happening that was horrible. And we were trying to plan a wedding. Then there was the pandemic. You know, then, you know, my mentor died, and, you know, like everything was just like, what the fuck? And this is what I meant to say that I wish we had had more of that magical time. This is where that whole dating, like married, the art of married dating, I feel like comes in now. Four years in, two kids now, house, all of the adulting things, we're all in. And our schedules have changed a little bit now, but it's just like, I always say whenever we fight or I fight you and you try to calm me down, um, I wish we'd had a little bit more of that magical time just to, I don't know, feel like we didn't miss out on learning each other or enjoying each other. Because here's what I wanted to get at about the date night that we went on this weekend. Because, I mean, let's face it, we'd been bickering at each other and I was just being a bitch and I'm like, I don't fucking want to go. And it's very few and far between, like I said, that we get to go on those date nights, and it's important. And it doesn't, it it can't be a chore when we do it, because otherwise it's a waste of time, a waste of the family favors that we have for sitters, and it doesn't help us as a couple. But here's where I know that you will forever and ever and ever be my person if I didn't already know it. The minute that we go out on those dates, the minute that we drive out the car or drive out the driveway, it's like same first dates feeling immediately. The toddler isn't screaming at us. We're not telling Lyric to stop messing with his brother. We're not cleaning something. I look cute. You know, like, and I didn't know where we are going. I love it when you do this. That you're just like, we're just going somewhere. And you always give me like the directions of what I should wear because, again, you know me. Again, with the lashes thing. You know, like to this time, you said casual jeans, shirt that you're gonna be comfortable, shoes you don't care about getting dirty, and I'm like, what the hell? But we were just talking and having good conversation as we were leaving, because let's face it, we've been bickering at each other, we've been kind of just like getting through the days. We've had a lot of shit going on, you know, a lot of sad stuff again. You know, my dog died and got fired, and lots of worry, and Malin, my, our youngest, being a crazy toddler, and every bit of the damn terrible too. It's like 17 tantrums a day. Um, but we rolled up there and I saw like the machine gun nest where we went if y'all haven't been you need to and I was like oh it's our second date spot and this time for me was different going into the machine gun nest because I obviously you're my husband I'm not nervous around you anymore but I was like touchy feely again you know like that annoying ass first dating touching your arm and just like that's how you know somebody likes you and they have to like feel you which sounds weird what's another word for that and you know what i mean like you just like when somebody yeah. like puts their hand on your leg not in a gross way or like they just brush across your shoulder like, like a
1: reassurance type thing yeah. yes like comforting
0: yes and i was like putting my hat on your shoulder and like you know we've just been in the rhythm of things and i don't really get the chance to do that because Malon gets mad when everybody gets close and it's not him but something happened this time that you're obviously very well versed in mm-hmm. firearms you're a police officer you teach recruits how to do it you've been trained in all of that, blah, 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 blah. I never let you teach me that shit before. Like, even in working out, it took two years, three, before I would let you create a program for me, more or less check my fucking form.
1: Yeah, it was about that. About so, two years.
0: so I think, if I'm correct, shooting a gun is a lot like correcting your form in the gym. There's a way to hold the, hand, the gun. There's a way to shoot the bullet with the breath. There's a way to even pull the trigger, like, it's the same kind of tweaks, or at least I equate it to, as working out, because sometimes there's like certain tweaks that you can do, you know, like when you're doing a squat, it, like it, you know, on the press, if you put your feet out, it's a, it hits a certain muscle. If you don't hold the gun a certain way, it's going to pull to the left, or you're going to aim up or down. Why are you smirking like that?
1: Well, I mean, I'll tell
0: you why you're smirking like that, but I want to hear what you have to say. Well, because I actually listened.
1: Well, because like. <laughs> It's, it's similar in that in terms of, like, form and technique. Oh, and my God.
0: Okay, I, I have a point, babe. I'm not trying to go into the form and no. technique of all that. And this being this, my OCD husband I is going to have to get this out. Go ahead.
1: Well, I, I have a point. But there's no, like, added, like, safety. Like, this is a firearm, not like a dumbbell or a barbell or something like that. So I had a
0: romantic point I was trying to get to. You see? <laughs> We're still married, friends. Like, he's like, I have a point. It's I knew you were going to do that. His OCD ass brain, like, goes to like, okay, well, hold on. I have to correct her because it's not the same thing. This is, oh, my God. I was trying to say that I was actually going to let you show me what you knew. And I miss this point sometimes in the dynamic of male, female, wife, husband things. Because I tend to be a very strong individual, as you can see. You know, like, I don't, you, nobody puts Riley in the corner. And you love that about me. And you let me be me. I sometimes don't let you be you in that role of husband, wife. Because we're very much equals. But in the traditional sense of it, I did always want a husband to lead me. I just never found the person that I, you know, would be man enough to do it. Because it takes a lot to lead me. But this time, I wanted that. I was like, okay, let me let him show me because obviously he knows his shit and he's really great at what he does. Learn from the best, but let me get into this. And you started to show me like the different positions of the hand. Please don't go off on a tangent about that, babe. I have a point. Like I didn't want to load the gun this time. Normally I would be like, no, fine. I was like, no, I just got my nails done. I'm not done. You know what I mean? And it wasn't, that wasn't why I was doing that part of it. But when I wanted you to show me how to do it, There's a certain face that you'll get when you're really happy. I love you. You're so cute. Don't hate me for saying this, but you look like a little Buddha. Like, shut up. Like, you get this little cheeky smile, and it's just, like, only something that I would see or the kids would see. You don't really show that a lot. And I hadn't seen that smile, aside from, like, Mal and the boys, to me in a minute. And I liked that. It was, like... TMI were on Really Riley Friends. It was like foreplay, let's just say, you know, because it was just that mar- that spark of like dating again and we're just married. But here's the thing when you think about dating and being married, it seems like a chore to some. I have a whole article that backs this up and we'll give it to you in a minute. But it felt good to let you show me something, to let you lead the way in that. Because I think sometimes because you're so comfortable letting me be me, that you lose the part that you like. Am I wrong?
1: No, I think you're. I think you're right in that.
0: In like that, you would like to be the lead, and like,
1: well, because the thing is, like, for like your whole adult life, you've been in charge. You've, you know, I had to be. That wasn't my you know, choice. You command, you command the conversation. You command the room. You command all those things, and you know. In my role now, I have to I have to step into that, but to a much smaller audience.
0: You mean in, in like a, the, your work at the academy, yeah? As so the officer, yeah.
1: But in terms of that, like an overall dynamic of us, in terms of like experience, doing that, comfortability, like just overall like assertness, like you've always had that. So it's like it's harder sometimes to kind of wedge in there.
0: <laughs> he's being, you know, yeah. He's trying to be like he's trying to get laid later, so he's trying not to say the wrong thing. Yes. No, it's true. Like, I I don't like that bullshit of I wear the pants. That's not it. And you're going to say that anyway, no matter what. But I am. I have a very strong personality. And what's so crazy is if you had met the girl 20 years ago, you'd be on the floor. Because all I wanted was to be a pretty, pretty princess and to get married and have babies. And I always still wanted that. But now I need more than just that. So because of that, sometimes I think I lose the dynamic that I always wanted in having a husband. That sounds very 1950. I'm not saying in everything, but every once and again, it's nice. And maybe that's just chemistry. Like, you know, in uh, the chemical makeup of my brain, it's such a nice thing to have my man be my man. I don't know.
1: Am I... No, I mean, I think it's one of those things where it's like, I think it's hard for both of us to turn switch off
0: Mm -hmm. because our our professions take so much of us personally.
1: So I think that's kind of it's hard to
0: step out of that role. Yeah, especially I'm just pushy. (laughs) Listen, I think it's your favorite and least favorite thing about me, all wrapped into one. My main point is that. I got really into it and I was like, there was at one point where I was shooting the target and I was like actively like going over what you were telling me to do in the head, in my head, like listening. And I was like one of the last couple of rounds and I got like, what was it, is it a bullseye? Is that what it's called? Whatever. I got like in right in this dead center, like the heart of the target and you're like, there you go. Ooh. And you were like cheering me on behind because when we work out, I don't like you to do that. Sometimes I do, but it just depends on my mood. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. and <laughs> shut up, but I was loving that, and then we left there, and I remember just feeling like a kid, like a 19-year-old dating, and all I had to do was let go, but I mean, what did you think, like, what, what were you feeling as we were shooting, because I know I was looking at your ass a lot more than I have been in a while, <laughs> I was.
1: No, I mean, like, I, like, I think once you got comfortable shooting again, and, you know, taking the tips because, like, I'm not a firearms instructor. Like, I'm not, like...
0: You I'm know a lot more than I do. Yeah, the dude like, at the machine gun nest was like, are you law enforcement just by the way you move? You don't realize that, babe. The way that you move around a gun is leaps and bounds b- b- by most people. Well, I mean, not I- to be a bitch, but there was, like, goobers, like, I don't know how to do this. I'm like, can you point that the other way, sir?
1: Yeah, make, well, yes, it, it makes me feel very uncomfortable with some of the people that, that go in there and then yeah. some of the guns they run out. But, um, no, I felt, like, I felt a lot of pride. You know, because it was like, oh, you would get you get frustrated with certain things, and it's very one of it's, it's one of those things I think even more so than like anything in the gym. Like if you get in your head, like you'll continue to fuck up, and Mm. then things will just, just. Oh, that's so me. They'll, they'll, well, that that that'll nosedive because if you get in your head about everything, you're thinking about ten different things at the same time. Like you're just gonna just throw rounds all day long and not hit anything. So. To like, see you actually, like, start to piece those things together and then, like, start having, like, a, call like a, a group, like, a close group where, you know, you're hitting everything in, like, a very small proximity. You know, to start seeing that, like, you know, after we're... See it click? Yeah. So.
0: I love that you said that you're... Because pr- you tell me you're proud of me all the time. You always do. Like, when... Even just before when I was going over the taxes and, like, freaking out over money, you're like, I'm proud of you. Like, stay there. But this it's different. This is like, that is something you can give to me and we can grow with it together. I like that. Cause I don't know if it's by proxy, but like a lot of the things that were new experiences for you had to do with me. Think about it. Like (laughs) so bad. I was engaged before. Like you, I had a child before you, you know, like buying a house, We went through that together and you'd done it already, but I wanted nothing to do with it. Because I was pregnant. I was like, I'm going to sign with a dotted line and hand over the money. I want nothing to do with it. You know, us having a baby together, it was the most, way different than the first time Avi, but it was like, it sounds so weird to say that, but in those little things, discovering you teaching me something, I like it. You got lucky later. Am I? Whatever. We're married is allowed. But then we left there and we went to supported Cuba, our favorite place in the world to eat food. And I I noticed something in you that I hadn't seen in a while. We both have ADHD and we're both always very tired. So sometimes it's a struggle to like completely focus on what the other person is saying. Babe, and you do try. Like I could be talking about diamond clarity, like different absorption of tampons. And you'll do your best to pay attention. But sometimes, you know, whatever. But like the connectivity of it was there
1: yeah well I what I always try to pay attention you do like, I, yeah, to, I, I mean that you do and I think it's it's in an environment that it's like there's no kids like the to-do list all other shit we have to do can't be done right now so like it's that that's out of my head you know what I, I mean? yeah so I'm like
0: who are you because that to do this is never out of your head ever I could be naked shaving and you're going to be like, oh, babe, can you do da 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 Really? My boobs are out. But that's just how your brain works. Like, period. Am I embarrassing you a little bit? No. Okay. I'm no, not going to say I'm going to stop. But.
1: No, but I mean, like, because, like, I can actually be, like, type B personality. How? Well, I mean, like, I'd say, like, in Puerto Rico, I was pretty laid back. It's pretty good with the flow.
0: Are you serious? I mean... If we could go and show pictures of what I packed and how I packed versus how you packed, (laughs) which I appreciate later though because I had my phone case and everything like that and I had water shoes and all the things I needed.
1: I mean, like, I would say, like, I was (laughs) pretty... I mean, when I was at... Like, when I went to college, it's like... I worked at the beach. Like, like living there is different because that was, like, every day, like, I was gonna just go with the flow. But, like, in the regiment and structure that we're on... Now it's like you really can't be like you have to have a structure, you have to have a checklist and to do list, or you're gonna forget appointments. And
0: hence why, because you don't ever get out of your head, you never check out of your head with that ever. I don't care what you say, you don't. Nope, you might put it in your brain that for these two hours, I'm gonna connect with my wife, and not you still got that checklist back there. Because the minute that we get back, you're like, Oh, I think I might work on taxes some more. I was like, Really? That's how you're going to end date night? No, you're not. Because I got different plans. (laughs) Anyway, I'm going to stop embarrassing you. I wanted to read you guys this article that I found on regainus.com. And that Mm -hmm. sounds just like so God, like, ugh, what have we come to? Bought that domain. Huh? (laughs) Right, right? (laughs) Okay, but it says on here like the art of, it was like the art of married dating. And why it's important to date your spouse. Obviously, like, we know why. Because you don't want to get divorced and you love them and you want to keep the spark. Sizzling and all that shit, but they say that, like, when you continue to date after you're married, the communication skills continue. Remember what I was saying that I thought I, we missed out on a lot of that new early stuff, and how when we went to the gun range and I was like allowing you to teach me something, it easily ignited that spark again. Mm-hmm. Not that it's like hard for me to do that with you, it's like no matter how pissed off I am with you. I want to punch you in the face, but then you'll do something cute and I'll like, okay, I love him. You know, I'm sure vice versa. You just don't vocalize it as much as I do. But then it, like, obviously it says stuff like, you know, you have something to look forward through throughout your week, but they go further. Um, it keeps the spark alive, but it says you'll start getting the butterflies back in your stomach. Which I think there was an article that said the butterflies aren't good. It's actually like a warning to run away. So I don't like that word. Anyway, I digress. So they said you learn more about your spouse and learn more about you and uh, you learn more about them. I did. For the very first time, I like allowed you to give me your teaching style because we've done it in the gym before. But only when I get frustrated and I can't figure something out. I'm like, fucking fine. Tell me. Like it's never just like, okay, I want to learn from you. Um But a lot of people apparently say that it's a waste of time. Why are we dating? We're already married. We see each other every day. We sleep in the same bed. No. Because then your marriage becomes part of the to-do list. Mm -hmm. And that's why I get on you about the damn to-do list sometimes. I'm not saying that I'm a to-do list to you. I just think that it gets mundane. And I'm sure we're not the first or 50,000th millionth couple to say this. But they say that developing your marriage is one of the most... Um, not developing your marriage is one of the most common reasons there's low satisfaction levels in marriage, which sounds so clinical, but that why people get divorced, because you don't continue learning each other, because you evolve and change every year, I well, think.
1: No, I, I would say much more frequently than every year.
0: Really? Yeah. Do you think that I've evolved that much in the last year? Yeah. Really?
1: Yeah. I mean, like you don't see, it's like looking in the mirror. It's like, you don't really see the changes until like you look back and you're like, oh shit, like that was actually happening. Like, but that's- better
0: was, or for the worse though? I think for the better. <laughs> you paused. Maybe a little bit of both?
1: No, I mean like, I think there was like, obviously the fair share of challenges mm-hmm. and shit going through. But I think once you digested all that, I think it was a pretty, you know, steep incline then of a lot of growth. But, I'm paraphrasing this and I'm probably butchering it, but I was like, cause I'll, I'll like, I'll read and I'll look into this stuff myself, you know, because it's something that like marriage, like continually needs like work and stuff. And mm-hmm. so he was like some like marriage expert, but like, he was like, I'm not really like, I don't consider myself an expert, like just like humble guy. But he was basically saying like, one of the things is a lot of times the things that you found most attractive in that person, like, they'll start to, like, chip away and erode at over time. So, like, if you found this person attractive for X, Y, and Z that they, like, they enjoyed doing or they were into or whatever, those things will ultimately start, like, as you get married and closer, will take away time that you have with that person. So you'll start getting on them about doing those things.
0: Oh.
1: Oh. So... It's kind of one of those things where it's like the things that you found attractive are ultimately like the detriment later if, you know, it's things aren't like kept healthy and stuff like that where like there's that social respect and balance.
0: The non-pretty version of what I take from that, and you hate it when I say this. You hate the D word. I know it's supposed to be sacrilegious in marriage. Bear with me when I say this because this is kind of like air quotes sort of. I've said this to you before, and I know you still don't like this and probably don't agree with this verbiage, but I'm going to say it anyway. I believe in divorce if everybody's miserable, especially if there's kids involved. I just got goosebumps saying that because I don't believe in divorce for us, and I know that sounds very hypocritical. Is that the right word right now? I'm tired. I sound like... Whatever. I sound like I'm I'm like, oh, we're never going to get divorced, but I believe in divorce. We're idiots. Like, if... What is it, like 50 60% of marriages end in divorce? Like if we were to have that notion, and I get on you about this all the time, you, I always say like, is it really forever for you? No matter what, no matter, and I just, I said this too, if it's not you, it's nothing. But you always say like an absolute, no matter what it is, no matter what we go through, no matter if I like, you know, like chopped your penis off in the middle of the night, you would still love me and be with me. I do believe that we are forever and meant for each other, but I don't believe that marriages, happy ones, survive in a healthy way if you don't put the work in.
1: It's like a, it's like a plant.
0: Yes. Uh, what plant am I? What plant would I be? A cactus. <laughs> what plant would I be?
1: I would say an orchid.
0: Why? Because I'm difficult to deal with, and they, cause those, are, those are hard to care for.
1: But like they, oh keep, my god, they yeah, keep, you're they, right. keep, they keep coming back.
0: Oh, you cute. I don't know what plant you would be. Something very finicky. Palm tree. Why a palm tree? Because you like beaches. Yeah. Yeah, but they don't. you they don't work. They require a lot of sunshine, which is you. Anyway, that's a whole other podcast. I think so. In this next one, they said in this article that I was reading from regainus.com, you have to have a deep friendship to fall back on. I think we went a little wrong there in some mm-hmm. ways because we were not really ever friends. It's not like we're not friends. You're my best friend. But do you ever notice how you and I will have so much more patience? Like we both have like our people, like our touchstones and our best friends, like are the people that were standing major of honor and um, groomsmen with uh, best yeah. man. We sometimes have like more respect and patience for them than we do each other. It's we had difficulty like with the friendship aspect of it. A lot of times we're like, we're on the same fucking team. It's like when I see somebody ever like fuck with you, I'm like, but I can fuck with you. I think that the friendship aspect of it was where our foundation would have shook if it could be shooketh or something. And they say, like, this Zach Brittle of Gothman Institute, whatever that is, you should have a meaningful friendship with your spouse because it can lead to higher. Marriage satisfaction. I hate how they keep saying that, but lower d- chances of divorce. Like if you're actually friends with this person. Because it's like you treat your family like shit sometimes because of the fact that you know they're always there. There's a bond there that you can't get rid of. But your friends, you treat your friends like shit. They can snip, snip, sip that and walk away. You, well, you're squinching. What? You don't like that?
1: Read that again. I don't know if I agree with that.
0: What don't you agree with? That it says... You're a unit that works together. You should have a meaningful friendship with your spouse and it can lead to higher marriage satisfaction and lower chance of divorce. When you and your spouse experience conflict, having a deep and meaningful friendship with your spouse to fall back on makes managing the conflict much easier. Because think about it this way. You and I get into an argument or whatever, who's, I'm not going to go bitch about the details of it, but who's the first person I'm going to call and be like, Case, am I being an asshole? Casey, right? She's known me for forever. We have this friendship where we've been through everything. She's seen me in every single stage of life, from asshole to responsible to broken down depression to hot-ass fucking mess to semi-got it together. We have that mutual respect that, as a friendship, that we can tell each other about ourselves.
1: Yeah, but you add in, like, the intimacy and everything else, and I I don't think necessarily, like, that in a marriage it's going to function that way. You don't
0: think you can, you, you have to be friends to be married? No, I,
1: I like, you're you're my best friend. Like, and that's, that's part of the thing. But like, even, like, when you have that, like, even if like you're, you have like a group of friends and like, it's like four of you and you're all close and like two are going off, they're going to talk to the other people. You know what I mean? Like, it's not going to make it easier because their best friends like talk to each other. Hmm. So like, I don't know, like, wh- wh- where's he from? Gotham, whatever.
0: <laughs> Gotham Institute. Like in Batman. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> Batman, it's so that's funny. Okay, so we don't agree on that one, but hey, that's fine. Um, I think that's probably the most um, easygoing disagreement we've ever had. Um, well, but it's they's easy when
1: he's from Gotham. So. God, stop.
0: But they're saying, like, you can create happier memories together if you're friends. I don't think I believe that either. But this one is us. You have to slow down and make time for each other. Real time. Because, yes, we see each other every day, but... You and I, um, love language wise, are very different. You're an active service person. I'm a gift person and verbal communication per- person. We're both kind of gift giving people, but like physical touch was something that we were always like there with. You had said before me that you weren't really a touchy feely person, like in person. Yeah. No. So what the hell changed? Because now you get pissed off if we don't if we're not like that. I think it's just it's like- me. I'm so gross. But slowing down and making time for each other, I noticed yesterday, like I said, like the physical touch was like, all of a sudden was like being gross. Not really. I really wanted to grab your ass, but you had a loaded weapon. Yeah, don't. I, I know, I was good, I didn't. Will I poke your butt when you're doing a lift? Yep, sure, shit I will, but not when you have a gun. Um, But I like this. They're saying that when you slow down, because obviously we can't have Auntie Kendall come watch the boys all the time because she lives in Annapolis. But... They said that people tend to be twice as happy when you take the morning and nighttime routine and slow down and make a date out of it. I don't know if this is possible with the kids. But instead of just passing the mornings by each other, try to have that cup of coffee together. I don't think we can do that because we have kids climbing all over us. But at night, do the same and enjoy dinner together and be intentional when talking to each other. Because there's been times, especially since our schedules have switched, that like, our means of talking together is when I'm in the bathtub and you're in the shower, we can barely hear each other and we're going over like what we need to do for the week.
1: Yeah, well, see, like, I I agree with that. I think, you know, you need intentional time, but I think there's a caveat to that too based on like your family dynamic. Because like, to me, that's why like, in my opinion, there's a lot of like, i use air quotes here, fitness professionals out there that will give advice in terms of like, do this for a diet and work out and train. And they'll give this like regiment, but it won't fit that person's schedule. Oh, you mean
0: like blanket regimens? Yeah, they'll
1: just give like blanket shit that won't fit someone's schedule versus someone um, that's going to customize it and be like, you know, okay, you work this shift. This is your week schedule. This is the responsibilities. Well, babe,
0: I'm not trying to say this is like the freaking Bible of fucking marriage. I mean, he's from Gotham, Gotham, <laughs> Gotham, whatever. Like I was just giving it a baseline the stuff that we agree with or don't. No, no, See, I mean, this is what he goes into. When he gets into like, you know, like, teacher instructor like being a student of whatever he's talking about mode this is where he goes I mean at least you don't talk out of your ass babe I'll give you that but they said in order to do the whole married dating thing like the art of date marriage dating dating married whatever do something that both of you enjoy I agree with that I don't think there's much that we do together that both of us don't like. We have a lot of similarities there. Like we both don't, you drink, I don't, but you don't drink that much. No,
1: but like doing stuff that we both enjoy. And then I think it's also important to try new things that we both want to try that are like new experiences.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, I think we're always down for stuff like that. There's been some things that I'll be like, oh, I want to do this. And you're like, I don't like heights, but I'll try it for you. I don't love the whole like, when one spouse will do something that the other spouse like completely hates, this is off the fucking wall different. Remember that documentary that we watched about the volcano erupting? Mm-hmm. They were on their honeymoon. The wife wanted no business of all the thrill-seeking shit, and then they go on their honeymoon, and tragedy happens. You would never fucking live it down, ever. And she was so sweet. She was like, I couldn't imagine myself with that. A- You'd never live it down. Anyway, that was a whole tangent. But... Turn off your phone and other distractions. That's bad for us. We are bad about that. Bad about it. Like, it's just, you know, we both live on our phones because, you know, for me, a lot of times when I'm, like, uploading candle stuff, I do it on my phone. Or if I'm talking to listeners on Instagram or whatever, like, my phone is actually my business. So, that's hard. Like, and I get anxiety. You wrote it in your fucking wedding vows. Like, I'll find your phone when you need it.
1: Well, but, like, I think it's a different dynamic, too, you know, that we've talked about where, you know doing everything or a, a large majority now from home in different spaces in the home mm-hmm. it's like there's no, like there's no like distinct thing and like it's like it's hard for me sometimes too where it's like you know I'll try to reply to emails and do certain things like that when I'm not because it's like in my head and the way the checklist works it's like that's just more shit I have to do later I could just take care of it now. You know, so
0: I'm that way too though. Like, we're both ADHD, but like I remember the other day that I got really mad at you and you didn't mean to be this way, but like I was trying to tell you something very like thoughtful and intensive and I was actually praising you for something and you had the fucking oop, oh my god. He had Uber Eats app with his phone like pausing where he was and I'm like, "Can you put your motherfucking? Can you get out of this? Uh, I was so mad. Like I was ready to kill you. And you know what? Leave Marshall alone. Marshall, Marshall, Marshall. I hear you, Izzy fam. <laughs> Our friend, oh, my God. Every time I yell at you, he's like, leave Marshall alone. Look, 90% of the time, you're perfect. But that 10% of the time that you get it wrong, you fucking get it wrong. Am I wrong?
1: No, I mean, if you're going to...
0: Oh, my God. You're going to sit here and be like, oh, poor me, poor Marshall. Yes, 90% of the time, you're perfect. But when you get that 10% wrong, I get it wrong 70% of the time. But I own it. <laughs> anyway, but... Another one I liked on here was make date night a habit. That's where we get it wrong too. Like we'll do it and then we just get into this. I mean, yeah, money is different now, but.
1: Well, I wouldn't even say it's like it's much that too. It's, it's like having like the consistency of the childcare, which is like an added challenge. Right. And then making sure like it fits like the schedule and stuff. But because here's like,
0: where I'm going to throw a wrench in what you're saying right now. In this article, it says every date night doesn't have to be a big expensive event. It can be something as simple as taking over breakfast while the kids are asleep, like getting up early, which no, because we don't sleep at all. But like making that time, like once you start dating while you're married, you're not going to want to go back. Like they say, we haven't done this in a while either. Like our date night's with Taco Bell. I love that. We'll get Taco Bell, but like instead of just eating it separately or eating it while we're on our phones... We'll, like, sit down, put a movie on. We'll do our little cheers with our forks. Just those little things mean a lot. Like, you even said the other day when I sent you, what was his name, Rob Derrick? Dyrdek. Deerdeck,
1: Yeah.
0: And he had put a video on TikTok of him talking about the things he does intentionally, like, to kind of date his wife. His list, God bless them, is extensive. Like, every day he will send her a love quote in the morning, and then try to base the theme of the week based on that. Like, what they want to work on, what they want to celebrate, you know. And then, didn't you say he does something like...
1: Well, he has his assistant put together his, like, schedule.
0: Of love. I like that.
1: Well, like, no, he'll put, like, his oh, work schedule. So like, But he'll, that's in there. Yeah, so he'll send all that, and then he'll find the love quote and put it in there. So that way, like, there's communication there. Of, like, this is what I'm doing mm-hmm. all here to kind of...
0: But yet he when we were going over what we could do with this, you actually had something pretty genius of for us. It was like still going with our busy schedule, but it was like, okay, this, this Wednesday night, we have like this little communication card game. That's supposed to be like igniting conversations for couples. We play that game. It doesn't have to be for two hours, but if we do it for 20 minutes instead of scrolling through Instagram and then like, I like how even he made time, like we're going to clean up the candle room this night and keep it organized because you know that even though I'm messy, I get like itchy when it gets disgusting down there and you know, just making moments out of mundane, if that makes sense.
1: Well, yeah, because I wanted to do stuff where it's just time dedicated to us, but then it's also stuff that like our stressors throughout the week that we dedicate and can do together get it done faster you know but we're still spending time together that's you know not on our phones or doing doing like that's that's our time still to you know
0: it's like i'm gonna get ushy gushy here for a second whenever you are along with something anything it always makes it better always for a long time because i was a single mom because we have kids like you weren't able to come to events with me you weren't able to do things with me but like even when i did like my first vision board event as much as a bitch I was trying to get that shit together because we're late and blah, 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 blah. Like, there was something that was so comforting of having you there. Even if you sit there and do nothing, which Lord knows you wouldn't, everything that I do is better when you're there with me. Everything. Even the most mundane, and this is how I know I, I still love the shit out of you and will always be yours because... I could be cutting toenails with the kids, and if you're there right there with me, it just makes it better, period. You know, so dating doesn't have to always be, like, going out and making this big thing, and you do that really well. You know, I just... I know when we're in sync that we'll have a date night on the couch, and I'll go back to when we first started dating, and I'll fall asleep on you and drool. You know? But I think... This is a really good precursor for the future of when we do these date nights and when we do these things. There's a few more things connectivity-wise that you need that I can give easily. And I kind of like that. So we'll get off our married dating tangent, friends. Um,
1: Talk about lawn care.
0: No, I don't want to talk about lawn care anymore. Side note, I'm still getting egg videos. Every time we walk past a fucking lawn, he's like, they didn't pick up their poop. Or what did you say, like, today, like, about, the like, the grain, or, like, you only, one of our neighbors only went one way, and it fucks up the grass. Uh-uh. No, I don't want, no. It's, we got to go eat dinner. I don't want to go on the fucking grass tangent again. My God.
1: It's a big week for, for getting stuff down, so. Help.
0: Anyways y'all, I really hope you guys enjoyed this one and took something from it. Questions, comments, concerns always at Riley Couture r i l e y c o u t u r e. we we'll to talk about lawn care and eggs, you can hit up Marshall at The Fit Marshmallow spelled like the artist, not the food, on Instagram. Um really Riley at gmail.com is the email if you guys want to send in any we got this moments. If you want to do an Ask Riley which we're going to do Wednesday um 410-604-8895. It's a text line if you want to get a hold of me that way. Um, got some cool things coming up this week. I, I I keep doing this. like I have an interview in the hole, if you will, that I'm nervous to put out. Because this is one that I, I know I said this one about my mom's one too, but this is one that was like, shit, Ugh, six, five years in the making? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about. Should I put it out this week or should I wait? We'll talk about it later. Dun, dun, dun.
1: F it. I'd do it. Really? Yeah.
0: Okay. Marshall has spoken. All right. I love you, babe. Thank you for sitting with the podcast with me. You guys, I will talk to you on Wednesday.
1: Don't forget to. Oh, my God. Rate. He's my manager now. And uh, please leave a review.
0: Thank you, baby. He's my husband, manager, sex toy all in one. (laughs) It's really Riley.